And we're back for another episode of Heart Not Life, the podcast that is dedicated to the new core of hip hop, the business, the brand, and the balance between authenticity and entertainment. And we're powered by the most authentic podcast in the world. Authentic! Shout out to Classic Material and Y and the big homie Carlos, who's exploring the podcasting world under the guidance of our executive producer, Mika, the mini horse. Falabella. The Falabella. Yeah, Falabella Mika. I, I just don't know the word. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You're learning. I am your host and moderator, Lion Goodman, the Lion of Bed-Stuy. Would my co-host like to introduce himself? Hey, what's up? It's the K Marco, New Jersey's juggernaut. And uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to DJ Polarity and Homeboy Salmon, who recently put out a joint mixtape. Go ahead and cop that. And our affiliate is back. Melton, what's up? Hello, friends. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it is. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't ask him to introduce himself. I, have, I, I, I shouldn't. Cannot, I can't I predict, cannot be trusted. <laughs> I can't predict the response. <laughs> but back for, what is this, fourth? The fourth episode. I'm up to no good. We are very excited to have for this real. guest back. Would he like to introduce himself? Hello, friends. I am DJ Rob Champion. I am the host of the Cooler Than Ecto podcast. It's a dope nostalgia podcast for undope times. I just want to say thank you guys for letting me on the show. I was a fan before I ever was on the show. You know how many people like you actually be on the podcast and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to pretend they listen to it. I actually listen to the podcast. So thank you guys for all my old friends and my new friend, which is Lion. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Very, very positive, this one, because we're Thanks, talking about Rob. some some bleak stuff. So let's keep Is it, it bleak? It's Memphis bleak. <laughs> nice segue. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to the most talented man in the world, Modern Marvel. We're back for another discussion about Hove. Yeah, you got two Nas podcasts in a row. Now you got two Jay-Z podcasts yeah, in a row. Yeah, but it was kind of like... Nas and like Nas another Nas. Adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Hove cast, folks. <laughs> We're here for the truth. We're here for an honest, mostly respectful conversation about hip hop in all of its facets. And we're back again to discuss Hove, who recently had his B Sides uh, 2 concert at uh, the newly re- renovated Webster Hall. And he had a Freestyle that was dedicated to Nipsey Hussle. And I'm I'm not going to give the bars because it's a freestyle. It's a whole freestyle. His cadence is is his. And the, <laughs> the emphasis, the emphasis does not have the same. There's no emphasis when I, when anybody but Hove says it. Uh, Joe Budden comes close. The CEO's mind, the marketing plan was me. <laughs> Yes, okay. exactly. You know, it just doesn't have the same impact when you're yeah. not a CEO or <laughs> a at least a, oh, a hundred millionaire. You know, whichever right. one comes first. Gentrify your own hood before these people do it. Claim in, imminent domain and have your people moving. That's a small glimpse into what Nipsey was doing. For anybody that's still confused as to what he was doing, the neighborhood is designed to keep us trapped. They redline us, so probably property declines if you live by blacks. They depress the asset and take the property back. It's ruthless, but a genius plan, in fact. So now we're fighting over scraps. 
crabs in a barrel, but crabs don't belong in the barrel. And they never tell us that. They never tell us that. <laughs> never tell us that. The fuck? Uh-huh. Hove. It's a that's the that's the Joe Button Joe. <laughs> it, See we can't even imitate Joe Button <laughs> as he imitates Hove. That's only a bit of it. You could probably find it anywhere on the on the internet at this point if you want to hear the entire freestyle. And he brought up a lot of historical facts. Redlining was a tool that was used by the federal government um, basically to disenfranchise entire black neighborhoods and keep their property values low. Um, you can really attribute the violence, the black on black violence that Republicans, conservatives, and racists like to trumpet about Chicago to the practice of red redlining. But there was some scrutiny for Hove himself and some of his alleged business practices. A lot of this we don't really, we can't really verify, but um, it's a fair question to ask as fans of the culture, as fans of hip hop, as residents of New York city it has hove had a part in gingifying brooklyn yes yeah absolutely Un- i need some go ahead unclear that's all i have to say so two two yeses and a possibly okay yeah. two books and a possible two books mm-hmm. and a possible board? Mm-hmm. underboard <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're negative yeah. Cause I legit when we discussed this, I totally forgot about all the Barclays and Bar uh, Barclays Center and all that other stuff around that. Yeah, Jay Z's on both sides of this equation for various reasons. One, he gives a lot of money to a bunch of different charities that help underprivileged uh, people. Two, he started Made in America, um, which actually does send an influx of money into Philly every time it comes about and. That's good because the place where they have it is like, you know, impoverished. And then, but three, there's the other side of it. He had a major hand in um, getting the Barclays deal done. And that project, uh, Bruce Ratner, the guy who was in charge of the project and was trying to push for it, used the eminent domain to foreclose on a lot of people's homes and displace a lot of people. And and them doing that uh, raised property values near there so the people that had been living there for years had to move out. Not to mention a low-key casualty for the underground hip-hop community was Southpaw. Yeah, Southpaw yeah. was right over there. And that, that whole land deal got happened and then it's like, oh, you a daycare now. So shout, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to uh, Clarence, a.k.a. the Great Hustler, who was definitely my big homie and made sure that I had access to Southpaw and was able to write and have access to a lot of um, budding careers that definitely visited Southpaw. Marv was right there with me, got serenaded by Rhapsody for her first concert in New York City. Yeah, it's the first time I saw LA. Yeah. First time I saw LA rap when she was still going by LA, not Latasha Alcindor. Shout to you. Um, so yeah, Jay-Z's both sides of the coin in and of himself. I would say that the Barclays deal is one of the most damning things that you could do to a community. Um, just because like it kind of gutted it gutted a community. Now, how much he himself had to do with that deal is still a bit up in the air, but him being the face of the deal and getting more people on his side, he could have been on the other side and 
probably would have got public opinion against the movement, against uh, the project, and maybe could have got it shut down. But it's 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 a very tricky thing, especially with the freestyle. Like a lot of people are just getting it, Jay Z, because of the definition of the word gentrification, and it's just like, yo, y'all y'all nitpicking now, like this this how y'all feel, but. This is weird. It's a weird situation. If you're gonna gentrify, you get gentrify like whole. At least like give something back to the community that you're kind of taking away from. <laughs> I mean, other people just don't do it. I feel like what he's doing, <clears throat> which is, I don't know because I don't know if to place like some like what how level the level of blame to put him in because he's smart enough to know like to know who he's doing business with. You know, like he's smart enough to know that these these other interests, um, these other people that have way bigger stakes in Barclays are are messing with people's lives and homes and such like that. It's not like if you buy a certain product and you don't know like they're supporting a terrible corporation. He's that he's on a level where he should know where that comes from. So I'm not sure how much I mean for him he he is you know he he is what he says on his records to a certain extent i'm not a businessman i'm a businessman i don't remember the rest of the life but, uh, <laughs> let me let handle, handle my, my business, business. damn <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah but when we let him handle his business damn he gentrifies motherfuckers so hey <laughs> so so <laughs> let that nigga do his business yo like wait i so um, so, Ken, you said that, you know, they were nitpicking over the, the term gentrification. And yes, possibly. But I think that the that I think that the definition of gentrification is kind of important uh, right now. Um, and I'm actually going to to give the definition. The process of renovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle class taste. And that on it and its surface sounds great. And yes, I think that Hove is a smart man i think he's an astute businessman and i do think on some level he is i think that he's absolutely trying to invest into his community i do think it was a bit of in poor taste maybe he could have workshopped that verse first but the fact is that the vast majority well a lot of his community probably the vast majority of the community here in brooklyn aren't middle class they live well below the poverty line so when you're talking about first buying a property, wait, we got to get there first. We have to talk about the fact that people are living in food deserts. They don't have access to like proper nutrition. They don't have access. They don't have access to uh, proper education. The whole conversation that's going on in New York City is whether or not the uh, the tests for the specialized high schools in the city um, are possibly racist, and how the incoming classes of Brooklyn Tech, Stuyvesant. And Bronx High School of Science, I believe, is around like 1,200. And there's only seven black kids, possibly even seven black or brown kids. We're not talking about the fact that, yes, he brings up unfair housing. But, yeah, on some level, whether or not the Barclay project was going to go forth, I'm going to say probably was. Because... Like it, it was a huge program. The government was behind it. That's how they were able to enact eminent domain. And I mean, like these, these landlords were essentially going to cash out. A lot of them have owned these homes for generations, have had these tenants for generations, and they didn't give a damn anymore. 
but he decided to take part in that and he does he does sometimes say that he still owns the, he still owns his part of the building even as he's given up his shares of the nets the optics are bad and i think that the conversation spurned from this freestyle especially when honoring a man who nip like nipsey who was not only building up businesses within this community but actually investing in those businesses in crenshaw i think he would appreciate the conversation that we're having as well because we also have to grow in our own consciousness of what's happening with our government what's happening with our public resources and what's happening to ourselves mm-hmm. um there's a lot that goes into this whole conversation my my first and foremost thought is it is a damn freestyle whether or not he wrote it or not jay is a rapper he is not a he is not a politician he's not someone that i get my mores from he's not someone that dictates how i vote Jay-Z is someone that I look at to entertain me. If I get education with my entertainment, if I get... Edutainment? Uh, yeah, if I get some... Shouts to word. If I get some mm-hmm. self-realization, if I get some reflection, that's cool. That's not what I'm going to him for. I'm not going to figure out my whole 401k and my retirement plan just from listening to Jay-Z. So cats out here are like, how come you don't have all of this correct off top? Like, if Fab had said this, would not have gotten as big because it's Jay-Z, because he has the notoriety and the popularity he does and the platform that he does. He gets judged on a curve from other people and everything has to be perfect. When you look at it, it's just like he just wants to say something positive about his friend that died. To, to play devil's advocate, I'm not 100% disagreeing with you, but when you're like, he, I don't go to, like, he, he's not a politician, he's not this, he's that. Does he know he's not a politician? Does he know those? Because he does play the part. I think a lot of people do go for him for all the stuff you say you don't. And so, that's a that's that and he knows this though. And I think he play he leans into this a little bit. That's if he feels like he is a role model for other people and he has a responsibility to his community, that is a personal choice that he has made and he tries to live up to it. I commend him for that. It's not something that I look for him to do. Uh, okay, so, so but I get that. That's your that's yeah, your yeah, personal yeah, yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the conversation still stands. Jay Z has become invested not only in the enrichment of this community but also prison reform. Nipsey, yes, he was talking about his friend. His organization, Rock Nation, along with Nipsey, were supposed to meet with the L.A. Police Commissioner and Chief. The day after he was murdered. So he's a part of these conversations. He's mm-hmm. spurring these conversations. That freestyle could have been a lot of things. But it was, on some level, an attempt to not only encourage, but in- to educate people as to how they've been taken advantage of by this exactly. white supremacist system and how we should take ownership. No, exactly. And I agree with you. I think that that being the crux of the matter and his main point came over and was put forth and was put across what i'm saying is i like everything he i like what he, i like what he was saying in the freestyle I like the point that he was trying the overarching point he was trying to make in a freestyle i'm just not going to get mad at him for getting one's definitions of terms wrongs and two i'm not over here like yo we should put jay-z up on our shoulders and tout him as the greatest thing ever i'm just saying like all right cool i'm happy you did something positive it still doesn't take away from the negatives that you've done, but like, keep like keep doing it. I fuck I fuck with the general vision. What I mean to say is I'm not gonna attack him 
if he's not 100% correct on all facets of what he's talking about. But we're about. not we're not attacking the, we're not attacking him. We're talking about whether or not he can be attributed to gentrifying the neighborhood. We're talking about whether or not the 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 freestyle was accurate that the weight of what those words that he rapped mean. And I mean, you can have that conversation while continuing. I don't think anybody any one of us are any less of a Jay-Z fan while we scrutinize yeah, one of his works of art. That freestyle did make me rethink my opinion on American Gangster, though. So, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to take a step back to the uh, gentrification part. Um, so, before Barclays, it was the Atlantic Yards Project. That was going to happen whether or not Jay-Z was involved. Um, yep. Just because it had been... Well, can you uh, had not been living in New York... Ever so, <laughs> so I, 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 you were. I don't think you were aware of how long that has been planned. I was so. Yeah. So um, I was. I was vaguely aware of it because mostly because I was a Nets fan, and they were talking about the stadium well, being built as part of the. No, Olympic we're talking exactly. I'm talking about 2003. Yeah. Around like. Yeah, way before before Barclays was even being planned for a green area where uh, Atlantic Terminal is. Cause, did they change the name? No, I think it's still Atlantic. It it, it changes, wasn't always it changes at, because it was Atlantic at, Barclays. Atlantic. Yeah. It used to be Atlantic Terminal because yeah. then the mall. Yeah, it was the train yard. Yeah. The mall Atlantic Terminal, which used to be the saddest mall in New York, it still is. So the whole part of it that in, involving eminent domain, where the city was seizing back the land. Again, before Barclays. So whether or not Jay-Z was going to be involved at that point in time was moot. When Barclays was in planning phases or whenever Jay-Z got involved, um, regardless of what his uh, stake in that whole plan is, he kind of became the face of the project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the source of this conversation, whether yeah. or not he's being used or he's aware he's being used and it's like trying to use that to help his community assuming that i'm in his mind and want to know what his goals were mm -hmm. if his goals were not were just not to make money and to help the community and the people that were already there that didn't work well gentrification is uh upgrading it to a middle class lifestyle if the people that were there were not middle class and they're still not middle class when the place is gentrified, then they're going to have to move somewhere else. They, and that's, they did move somewhere else, yes. usually further into the deeper Brooklyn, into yeah. Brooklyn, mm -hmm. Canarsie, uh, East, East New, New York, York, Brownsville. Oh, it's not going to get into Brownsville right now, but um, it's about to be a wrap for Brownsville. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They looking at Brownsville like they looking at South Bronx. Like we don't give a fuck how dangerous y'all niggas are out there. I got condos. You mean Sobro? So I got condos the, the piano district. for for three thousand. And all I gotta deal with the occasional firing off of a semi-automatic rifle. Nah, yeah, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For Jay Z, is it worth it to get that deal? Because I don't know. He made. I guarantee he made a shit ton of money from that deal. Is it better for him to like be? into the deal and get the money and then help the community afterwards or just not be a part of it and do stuff which i commend nipsey hustle with all the respect in the world and like he that's been done before i mean magic johnson has done like local 
like invest in the local communities and stuff like that and it's beautiful and it works and it's and god bless his soul for doing that but well, is, is Jay, like but is it better that jay-z does this so therefore he has the money to donate to prison reform and all that stuff well that that's the thing like with nipsey and uh magic they were operating on a more local level so mm. you can see tangible contributions that they made to their uh specific community mm -hmm. that doesn't really happen with jay yeah um because it's clap like I don't unless know. like he has done something and i'm not aware of but things it's that he's donated to were like general causes as a, as opposed to like specific like building a uh like a building up a garden or something in somewhere in bed style to, to to throw an example out there yeah and also because i don't want to just shit on jay-z in general because yeah i do think him being the face of this of of the Barclays Center. I mean, I think it's been diluted in the last few years because it's been a while since the Barclays has been open. But when you first the first few years you associated Barclays Center with Jay Z, like even when I did some of like when I thought of Barclays a company, Jay Z's face would pop up because that's how I recognized it. But uh, is it? But it's. It's it's kind of like because he does do a lot of great things for uh, for us the community for prison reform for everything. I don't want to give him one hundred percent. And I think if you go when he goes to you know like we said in the last show when he goes to the White House and he talks about stuff, is the fact that he's involved with with Barclays and he can talk to congressmen and senators and try to influence because he has that connection. Is it worth it? I think maybe. I mean, like again, this deal would be doing be happening no matter what. Jay Z was never born. It still would be, it will still be the the Barclay Center and everything and all the gentrification that happened would have happened. He didn't. Nothing would have changed. But in terms of other causes, he's championed and been more more focused on. Is it kind of a benefit? I think so. When you're a man of means the way Jay-Z is, that you have to walk a very fine line and you kind of have to not care about public opinion as long as you yourself are happy with the with the contributions that you're making to your community and you can go to sleep at night, live your life, man. Milton? I have no thoughts. You live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Um, he can I don't afford know. it. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> that was some real shit. <laughs> Yo, hey, Billy got so much money he went vegan. Yo, chill. <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. And it was a, a lifestyle choice, not Bruh. for Beyonce and Jay Z tickets for life. Not out of necessity. Yo, <laughs> when you're a, when you're a Caribbean man, it's not Rastafarian. Not not Rastafarian, and you're vegan. It's just like nah. I'm a man of means. At that point. <laughs> you're a black man person, of meat. <laughs> and you're giving up meat. You're like, nah, this is unnatural. <laughs> Any person, no matter what, is gonna have some sort of scrutiny. Yeah, I do believe that by Jay Z taking part of the Barclay project, he is attached, like it or not, to some stuff that the city, country, state, whatever didn't really need. But that should not 
detract from all the great stuff he's done. Obviously, not just in the musical pop culture landscape, but in the stuff for the community. Like, if you Jay Z's had your back with more good intentions than not, we should not give him a pass for this, but we should not hold his feet completely to the fire. That's let's be honest. He had to do the Barclays deal. How else was he going to make back the money for the 92 bricks he lost? He already explained how much money he had lost during that deal. And it wasn't as bad as we had thought it was. <laughs> it was still a whole lot of fucking money in like 1990. Uh-huh. But yeah. But I think, Rob, you had a, a great point. Uh, Ken, you also did. Um, this is a conversation about Hove, about... Um, a freestyle, um, and I think we kind of centered it around Barclay, but uh, I personally would not indict the man. I think every nobody's perfect. Um, people make choices, and um, hindsight is twenty twenty. Barclay specifically was just a symptom of something that was going to happen in Brooklyn, whether anybody liked it or not. Yep. If we really want to talk about um, responsibility, or at least in an actual tangible impact in gentrification we should look at spike lee who had made a business of buying and flipping property for over a decade before the atlantic train yard project had actually been a, a possibility um but Just swiping out all the brooklyn heroes today <laughs> but um again i think this is a great conversation what about the history of how um, the black community has been treated in this country? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that we see some of Hove's L's. Uh, I would love for him to be more vocal about his wins. He has done a lot of work through his foundation that is ran by his mother, who is making tangible impacts in the children's lives uh, in and around Brooklyn. But we'd be happy to find out what your opinion is on the matter. Are we hove haters? Are we... What's the term that you used last episode? Hove's Hove witnesses? Hove's witnesses? Yes, who knows? Um, Why not just say Jehovah's Witnesses? Is that too on the nose? Yes. Way too on the nose, yeah. Because you can easily just think you're talking about Jehovah's Witnesses. And no one wants to think about that. I don't want that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> Let us know about what your opinion is on this topic or outside conversations on our social media, HKL Podcast, on Twitter and Instagram. You can check us out at Hard Not Life Podcast on Facebook. Rob, let the people, I don't think, I think, I feel like they know by now. But. Yeah, forget One it. time for the one time. Let them know where they can find you. <laughs> I'm DJ Rob Champion, all one word on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I host the Cooler Than Ecto podcast. Uh, it's a dope nostalgia podcast for undope times. I'll actually have some one other thing that, to plug. Uh, from now on, on Thursdays, I'll be DJing at Boxers in Hell's Kitchen. Um Doing some new drag shows, so supporting other cultures. So. Wait, wait, I'm kind of gonna drag? roll to that. Yeah, good. Huh? Wait, are you in drag? No, uh. unfortunately not. They want me to shave the beard, and I don't wanna. But uh, no, I'm just. So you getting your your bear energy on? 
Oh yeah. Wait. Oh yeah. You I, I broke. Yeah, I broke heavy. a lot of hearts already. So heavy. heavy <laughs> yeah. Just so yeah. So come support if you're not gay. Come support other people's cultures. They come support our cultures all the time. And on that note, we know you gotta live this hard in our life, but we hope your landlord doesn't evict you. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>